Hello Blazers, welcome to episode 117 of UAB Green and Told, original release Monday, February 12th, 2024. Through this podcast, we're able to share stories from members of the UAB community. Want to check out past episodes? Visit alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold, Spotify, or the Apple Podcast app. And while there, leave a written review so more alums can find us. I'm Greg Berry, a UAB alum and director of communications in the Office of Alumni Affairs. You and me together could do anything, baby. If you know today's podcast guests, then you know that they likely have sung those words by Dave Matthews Band often. Will and Catherine Bates are avid DMB fans and huge supporters of everything green and gold. The couple met in dental school when they had two distinctly different roles. I was like this uh, self-made social chair of dental school. And so I came in and I was the one that planned all the parties and the get togethers and all that kind of stuff. And Will was really upset. So Will was our dental school class president. And you know that saying, have a Coke and a smile? Well, Will and Catherine get it, especially Catherine who ultimately discovered Will was the one when she was having a bad day. Will walked up and handed me a Coke bottle. And I just, that was like the small, the smallest gesture, but I don't know. It was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, I think you might be the one. And as we'll learn, even the best laid plan for Will's perfect proposal was almost sidetracked or perhaps almost like pulling teeth. I had on uh, sweatpants and a uh, old smoky moonshine like baseball t-shirt <laughs> and will said is that what you're gonna wear a dentist enters the room and asks can you help me scream as loud as you can like you're in a lot of pain perplexed a patient responds why my tooth isn't hurting me The dentist replies, because there are a bunch of patients in the waiting room and I don't want to miss a game. Okay, so it's probably a little extreme, but for doctors Will and Catherine Bates, that kind of conversation wouldn't surprise me. You see, they're diehard blazers and huge supporters of the green and gold. And while UAB brought them together in dentistry school, Will chose the South Side for his undergraduate experience with the intent of working on teeth. Dentistry was always kind of the end goal. Um, So whenever I first started looking and applying for colleges, you know, I kind of um, applied in Alabama and and Georgia, far away as North Carolina, but really kind of all in the Southeast. But then I remember I came to my UAB campus tour. Uh, Amy Atkinson was the like um, trailblazer lead at that time. She was in charge of admissions. And I know her role has changed a lot since then, Um, but I was the only one on the tour that day. And I, you know, talked to her about goals of going into dental school and kind of dentistry was kind of always the end goal. And that day, on the day that I was there for that tour, she had just found out about the EDSAT program. You know, UAB had always had the MSAT program for the early acceptance for medical school, and they were just developing that for dentistry and optometry. So it kind of, stars kind of aligned and she kind of gave me that information. And um, I knew I had to make a certain ACT score at that time. So I really started putting my nose to the, uh, nose down and trying to focus on getting those grades uh, to where they needed to be. Um, And then I ended up becoming accepted for the EDSAP program that kind of, I knew what sealed the deal um, as far as going to UAB. You mentioned you knew you wanted to be a dentist. What was the draw to working with teeth? It's funny. So my my dad's an aerospace engineer. My mom is a technical writer and English teacher. So there's no healthcare in my family whatsoever. Healthcare is always interesting. You know, it's, it's a service industry and I wanted to provide a service in the healthcare setting. Uh, but I knew I didn't want to deal with life and death, so I knew medicine, I was not interested in that. 
And I liked my dentist growing up and I really liked my orthodontist growing up. Um, and I always thought it was neat to, you know, see how they could have a small business and provide for patients as well as, a, a, you know, staff and a team. That business kind of side to it, as well as being able to provide health care without, you know, life or death situations is what really kind of drew me towards dentistry early on. You were at UAB right around the 2010 era, um, just for a time frame. What was it like on campus? You're one of the younger people that we've talked to, so yeah. it's probably more contemporary to what we have now, but things have definitely changed. For sure. They're, I mean, they're changing almost every day when I when I go down there. So when I came from my campus tours, it was in, uh, I guess, 2007, um, and I started in 2008. Um, so when I came, uh, the campus green was, they were tearing it down because it used to be 15th Street, right? Um, so my uh, campus tour, it was all blocked off because they were still clearing it to turn it into the green. And then like my first day on campus was the green had, they had just laid down all the sides. So you couldn't walk, you still couldn't walk on the campus green. The trees <laughs> were really young. Uh, so that was my first interest to, to campus was that it was changing from this more, more of a commuter campus at that time. And it was turning into a true, you know, blended campus becoming more of a traditional style with trees and green grass and areas to for people to spend time outside so that was that was really neat i lived in blazer hall i think it was you know maybe two years old at that time um and then really since then it's just skyrocketed over the past i guess it's been what over 12 or 10 years now since i've graduated yeah. well what was dating like back when yeah. you were an undergrad i don't know dating um yeah it was fine um, I was, I, I really focused more on like school and things like that. And so I, I dated some and I was involved in Greek life and other campus organizations. So I would say most people that I met were in those extracurricular organizations and activities. Dated, uh, you know, a girl my freshman year and then another girl for a couple of years, my start my sophomore year, um, until I finally found the one sitting here next to me. Yeah. I, I asked that because you guys got together in dental school at UAB. Did right. you guys start at the same time? We did, yeah. So we were we were in the same class and uh, you know, Catherine went to Birmingham Southern. So we, we had been in the same city for years and uh, we had tons of mutual friends. I mean, it really was amazing that whenever I was starting dental school, I'd have friends say, oh, we grew up with this, you know, with Catherine and she, I think, is starting in your class. And, you know, one of her best friends I went to middle school with. Um, so it's just kind of funny and then we when we both started uh dental school when we were fairly newly single at that time we came into dental school <clears throat> swearing we're not going to yeah. date somebody in our class like why would you do that because it's a very tight-knit group there's only like 60 of us Six, it's yeah. about, yeah. 54 <laughs> 60 63 of us or something like that so we kind of came in and we both were very like we're not going to date anybody in our class, but uh, I thought he was a little weird mm -hmm. and uh, he thought I was a little annoying. <laughs> so, a little loud and annoying, yeah. A little loud and annoying, um, but really by like December, so maybe six months into our first year, I mean, we just couldn't fight it anymore, you uh, know? So, uh, so anyway, and then we started dating and then we were engaged by third year and married by fourth, so. What was it about his weirdness that was so <laughs> odd? That drew me in. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's really just a really like personal, personable person. Um, and he's just really, he was always really nice. And I don't know why that threw me off, but um, but his sense of humor is the best. He is the best. Uh, he's funny. He makes me laugh all the time. So that's really what 
That's what got me in the end. Yeah. He's also good looking, but his humor is his number one trait, I would say. And Catherine, you, you say that he felt you were a little annoying, a little loud and boisterous. I, I've known you now for several years and I don't see that. So Will, yeah. was that true? Yeah, yeah, I've mellowed her out a lot over the past, you know, we've married almost seven, eight years, seven years now. Yeah. She still has her moments for sure. <laughs> I am, yeah, well, I came in, I was kind of like, I was like this uh, self-made uh, social chair of dental school. And so I came in and I was the one that planned all the parties and the get togethers and all that kind of stuff. And Will was really upset. So Will was our dental school class president. And he thought that I was gunning for his position. So he thought that I was going to, you know, be president, which I did not want. I just wanted to throw all the parties and have people have fun. So, um, but yes, I have mellowed out <clears throat> in my old age and Will has had that effect on me, but I still, yeah, I still get excited. But also you see me at UAB events and Will is like, she has to be on her best behavior. I have to be on my best behavior at all times. So now bingo, when we come to the bingo event, that's a different story. She can get excited. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Catherine, did you realize when you met him and when you started dating that he's like the UAB guy? I mean, he was involved in everything as an undergrad. The UAB guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew that, but I, I guess I didn't really realize like the impact it would have on our lives because now I feel like we are the UAB couple. And like you said, I mean, I went to Birmingham Southern, so I, I feel... I don't give a lot of my attention to Birmingham Southern like I should because I'm preoccupied with UAB stuff all the time, which I love. And I, I my best degree really is from UAB. That's my dental degree. So, um, but yeah, I, I didn't I didn't realize the level of UAB green and gold. His heart bleeds every day. Well, and, and really, you know, because whenever you start in dental school, also most people, you know, there's a handful from UAB, but a lot of people are from out of state or they went to, you know, Alabama or Auburn or, you know, state schools. So for me, I was the one, you know, crying UAB all the time because I wanted to make sure that everybody in their in their, my class knew that it doesn't matter where they came from for undergrad. They're now Blazers. They're now at UAB. You're a UAB fan now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the first interaction like when, when I assume, Will, you asked Catherine out on a date? Yeah, um, I would say our first date was around December. I between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Sometime, yeah, sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So really, so I would say before then, we really kind of became friends first, which I think is, is a great way to, you know, start dating somebody. But, you know, our, our dental school class was about 60 people. Uh, we were all pretty close and pretty tight knit. But then we also had another group of 10 to 12 of us that would study together or, you know, spend some time together, you know, take dogs, uh, you know, take our dogs on walks together, things like that. But and so I kind of and Catherine was in that friend group that I was also in. So we kind of we initially just started spending time together and, you know, friends going to Barron's games as a groups and things like that. Um, and then we would study, we would study together for different classes in dental school. And then, and then one day I realized, I think, you know, I think she might like me and I should probably ask her if she'd want to go to dinner. Um, and so, uh, I did and we went to dinner and I think it was like right after a big, like fundamentals exam. So we're like, we're learning all the uh, systems of the body. We had just pulled an all nighter yeah. for a big exam. And then we decided to go to 
dinner yeah. that night. So both of us were a little exhausted uh, at dinner. Out of it, exhausted. The wine like took full effect after one glass. You know, it was kind of like, oh man, like maybe we should not. But we tried to keep things kind of under wraps because, like, again, we were all kind of close, so we didn't really want people to know because like, we weren't really sure yet. And once the news comes out, then you know everybody knows in in, the, in class. So that was. We did try to keep it under wraps for a little bit and really we weren't the only we weren't the only dental school couple i think within our class i think we had we were the first we were the, no we weren't well, we're not matt and kim were first uh, yeah, okay but they're also married now and yeah. expecting their second child so yeah um but we i think there's like four or five of us that all got married so mm -hmm. we we had a lot of couples in our class yeah <laughs> we were second when you spend 40 plus hours together a week with somebody, it's, it's something that, you know, people are bound to end up, you know, dating. Yeah. Where was that first date at? Uh, we actually went to Firebirds and um, Hoover. Hoover, which was, uh, you know, it's, the food's good. You know, it's uh, it's not, we, looking back, I wish we'd gone like Gianmarco's or somewhere like very Birmingham local. But, you know, that was, you know, at that time we were broke dental students. And so Firebirds was really nice. Nice. <laughs> so here you are, you start dating December-ish of your mm -hmm. first year in dental school. What was it like dating? Because you mentioned, you know, you're a close-knit group of students, only 60 of you in the entire class. A, how did you keep it from the other people for a while? And B, how challenging was it? Because you're already spending 40 hours a week together just in class plus study time. We didn't do a very good job at keeping it under wraps. We no. we tried, but I think by like January, February, everybody knew. So we really weren't that good at it. So well, it's one of those things where it's like you know you worry like are the you know are our faculty going to care for dating things like that? But they they see that kind of stuff every year. So it's not like we're anything you know special from one class to another. I mean, we just we spent so much time together. I don't. Do we even actually like go out on dates after our first date? Yeah, we did. Well, we would, you know, pick up dinner and go study together. Yeah. Things like that. But I, would, I mean, I would say that really, you know, we had common goals, right? The common goal was to get through dental school and graduate. So, you know, from a, um, you know, combat compatibility standpoint, that worked out really well because we were, you know, in the same situation together. Um, and we were each other's support group. Yeah, too. we could support each other. Um, Still are. <laughs> Still are for sure, but you know, but she, like, I was Bates in the class, and she was her maiden name is Turner. So even you know, on an average work day or average school day, you know, alphabetical order, she's at the other end of the room. So I'm not seeing her. You know, I didn't see her enough to where I got sick of her. So that's good. <laughs> so Catherine, when did you know Will was the one? Okay, actually, I do have the story. So um, I, I don't know. We had been dating maybe like six or eight months. No, no, almost a year. And we um, were on our way to Washington, D.C. to go run the Army 10 Miler, which is a race that we run with like my family um, and some family friends every year. And we missed our flight. <laughs> and so I was like very emotional about it. I was very upset because we had plans and we were missing some planes that we hadn't set, set. And we basically missed the plane by like two minutes. Like we watched them close the door. And, you know, once they close that door, they don't let you pass. Yeah. And so. I'm really angry about it. And I just, you know, and I'm just, you know, and he kind of knows me at this point to just be like, all right, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to give you like your minute and then I'll come back and find you, you know? So in my family, like we're huge Coca-Cola people. And so my mom always calls it like, that's her stiff drink. She doesn't really drink. So Coca-Cola is her stiff drink, like at the end of a hard day or something. 
And so Will walked up and handed me a Coke bottle. And I just, that was like the small, the smallest gesture. But I just remember, if you know me, like I love Coca-Cola and it's like one of my, I don't know, I just love it. And so that was Will's like peace offering, I guess. And, and it just, I don't know, it was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, I think you might be the one. It's a silly moment, but. Will, was it around that same time that you knew that Catherine was the one? All those years kind of blend, blend together looking back now. Uh, but for, for me, uh, so my, um, uh, like I said, you know, growing up, studying was what I needed to focus on. I didn't need to focus on dating girls and, you know, anything outside of studying. Um, so my dad never really showed a lot of interest in me dating people. Uh, but then when Catherine and I started dating, um, my dad want, was, you know, I was dating somebody in dental school, right? So she's going to, you know, be very successful. So he wanted to meet her. Um, and he actually lives out in Seattle now. So he flew the two of us out to Seattle to go meet him um, so that Catherine could meet him. If you've ever been to Seattle and Pike Place Market, they have what's the, the what's fish the, market. There's like a, there's like a fish market there and they're, they're famous for like throwing the fish and catching the fish. Right. Um, so we went over there and uh, they don't let you throw them anymore, but they will let you catch them. And I said, OK, that's great. She would love to do that. Yeah. Well, said she loves she loves it. Can she do it? And yeah. I'm like, wait a second. What? Yeah. So she gets back there behind the counter and the guy probably goes 10 yards away. And he and it's just this probably a. It was a big 20 pound fish that they're going to throw to her two hander. Yeah. Two hands. And so they, you know, they have her practice a couple of times and then they do one big throw and sure enough, she like catches it with her body and it, it just like it does a great job. And uh, we got it all on videotape. And, uh, and I just remember my dad just thought it was the most awesome thing he had ever seen. And I did too. And I caught the fish at Pike Place Market and I did it so gracefully. So gracefully. I mean, it was just her, the athletic ability was really incredible. Basically a game winning touchdown yeah. pass. <laughs> that, that's, that's when I knew I was like, this is somebody that, you know, we had been friends first. We started dating. We've become best friends ever since. And I mean, that when it comes to spending the rest of your life with somebody, you want to do it with your best friend. And I, that was kind of a moment for me that I was I could hang out with her for a long time. Well, also realized I was the one when he realized that I also liked Dave Matthews. That's true. And um, I would go with him to all of the concerts that we've been to. Yeah. So that was key. <laughs> that was key. <laughs> Catherine, take me through the proposal. Did you expect it? And what was it like? Oh, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. we, so I was living, I was renting a house in Homewood at the time and it was, around thanksgiving it was yeah just, yeah november so i was living in homewood at the time and um my roommate i came home after class and my two roommates that were also in dental school they were like cleaning up the house like okay. whirlwind cleaning and like raking the leaves up front and i was like what are y'all doing it's like we never do that and they're like oh we're just you know trying to tidy up everything like you know it's, it's not a big deal and i said okay well like can i help you know so that was clue number one like why are my roommates raking the leaves in the yard they've never done that before um and then the next morning <clears throat> we were going to go to the vulcan to go there's like a trail at the vulcan that you can go and like walk down so we were going to take rue our dog and we we're going to go for a walk and i had on <laughs> i had on uh, sweatpants and a uh, old smoky moonshine like baseball t-shirt <laughs> and will said is that what you're gonna wear and i was like yeah we're just going for a walk he said oh well maybe you don't want to wear that and i said okay fine so i put jeans on still have my old smoky moonshine 
baseball tee on. So I at least put jeans on, but I thought that that was weird. Like, why did he tell me anyway? And so I'm like, well, okay, whatever. And so then we go up to the Vulcan and we park there and we walk up and I'm like, I don't think that we can get from the trail from, from here. And he's like, yeah, 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 we can. And I'm still pretty sure he's wrong, but I'm just going along with it anyway. And then we get up there and I can, now I can kind of tell he's like kind of nervous and he's like kind of being weird. And he's like kind of trying to be romantic and like, we're not a super romantic couple. And so I thought that that was kind of odd. And then all of a sudden I like turn around and he's on one knee and I'm like, oh my gosh. And like people are, you know, there weren't a lot of people up there, but people were starting to look at us. And so then like, I also got down on one knee because yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is a private moment. Like no one watch, you know? So like, so we have picture, we had some random strangers, like took pictures of us and we're both like down on one knee and Rue's in there too, like trying to figure out like, what are we doing? Um, and Will's brother was there and taking pictures. And um, and then we go home and every all of our families are at our house, which is while my roommates were raking the leaves and cleaning and everything. So we had a big engagement party and stuff afterwards. So it was just, it was fun. And it was very Birmingham-y. We love Birmingham. So the fact that we got engaged at the Vulcan just makes it even better. We love the Vulcan. So. Will, how nervous were you? It was a good you? day. I, I was very, very nervous. And because I'd been planning this for months, you know, I had to coordinate with her roommates so that they could have everything ready for people over afterwards. And well, and I had to also start planting seeds earlier on for us. Like, why, like, why on this random Saturday morning are we going to take Rue for a walk at the Vulcan when we've never done that before? Right. So I, in the months leading up to that, I had like, you know, mentioned it in passing, like, oh, we should do this sometime. And then I, I, I kind of kept bringing up, you know, taking real walks like Red Mountain Park or Villa Vulcan or and so when it kind of came to this morning I was like hey we should do this on this Saturday morning and so it was like we had been talking about it so um it didn't sound too out of the blue um but I remember I remember driving up there uh in my I had a you know 06 Honda Accord and the uh the, the ring was in like the cup holder on to the left side <laughs> as I was driving so then I had to like sneak it into my pocket as I got out of the car and and I'm, I'm very nervous. And so I just like trying to just kind of shaking on the inside, how this is all going to play it out. Cause I knew my brother was hiding at a certain point, but I didn't know where he was going to be hiding up at the Vulcan. So I had to like do it at a certain position and hope that he had the right angle for pictures, which he didn't, of course. So we, we got a lot of the back of my head, a lot of the back of her head. Yeah. <laughs> but it all, it all worked. And she did, she had no idea. And that my goal was that for Catherine to be surprised. And I think she was. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that I, I had like a weird split second thought when you told me I should change. Yeah. But other than that, so yeah, but you did a really good job. I was yeah. super surprised. So from what I gather, and, and I've heard this from several different people, when you're in a professional school because of all of the time that you're with each other, they become your best friends. Your classmates become groomsmen, bridesmaids, stuff like that. Did you have right. a big UAB contingent part of your party? For me, from my on my side, it was uh, undergrad buddies and then dental school buddies. Uh, undergrad was UAB, so all, all my friends were UAB. So I think we had, um, you know, ten people each. We had ten each. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Big. it was too big, really, but it was fun and we loved it. And we got married here in Birmingham, and mm -hmm. yeah, lots of dental school people in our wedding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because we also, I mean, getting married dirt while we're in dental school, you know, we invited you know most of our class and some of our faculty that we were really close with, um, and then also you know undergrad friends and some high school friends. Mm -hmm. So yeah, getting getting married a little bit later in life is harder because 
there's more people that you know because you've been through all these different transitions in life and so that is more people you got to hope hope to invite to the wedding right yeah you open Bates orthodontics together mm -hmm. it's a family-run business yeah mm -hmm. who's the boss it depends Rue. on Rue. yeah Rue. Rue is the ball is the Rue, Rue boss. Dog. Uh, it depends on the task uh so you know um starting out we kind of both were trying to do everything and then you know i would step on her toes or she would step on my toes and so we've kind of gotten to the point now where i work on certain things and Catherine works on certain things and so i say we're we're both the boss but when it comes to the task one person is going to take uh, charge over the other yeah it depends on the task at hand he's yeah. you know he was a business major and i was a biology major so when it comes to running the business he is the boss because i have no idea how to do any of that um but when it comes to social media i'm not a big social media guy and she knows she knows that world yeah so, so. I, i'm more of like the social media um coordinator or the marketing you know, coordinator i don't have any experience in that either but i'm better at it than he is so yeah. i get to do it <laughs> absolutely That's doctors Will and Catherine Bates. While Will earned his Bachelor of Science in Accounting from the Class School of Business and Honors College in 2012, both earned their Doctor of Medicine in Dentistry in 2017 from the School of Dentistry. This couple is a diehard UAB Blazer family and have a great idea of what it means to be a Blazer. So for me, being a Blazer means um, giving back to the institution that defined who I am today. And I think that I, you know, UAB was the most uh, impactful and I would say influential um, entity in my life so far. And so uh, for me, being a blazer means giving back to that and hoping that I can, um, hoping that UAB can continue to have that impact for others like it did for me. I think being a blazer is just really, I mean, the word community comes to mind because, you know, like you said, I, I didn't start out a blazer. I started out a panther at Birmingham Southern. So then when I, you know, came to general school, Again, like, you know, you're there for more of a grad school type thing. And so that I just feel like UAB really, you know, accepted me into the community. And then now whenever we go to UAB events, like I love seeing all the people that I've met and everybody's always so warm and welcoming. And then, you know, we, um, as Will said, like we try to give back and, you know, I try to give back to be that warm and welcoming face for somebody new that's coming to UAB or, you know, we have UAB students here that, shadow him all the time or he you know we have dinner with different students and so it's just really just creating that network and that community we're just really proud to be part of that community and be a blazer be sure to check out past episodes of the uab green and told podcast listen in at alumni.uab.edu slash green and told have a story to share or know someone who does email green and told at uab.edu finally be sure to follow us on social media just search UAB Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and until next time, go Blazers.